Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday. It'll be jobs day today here in just a few moments. Uh, it is July 29th. Hard to believe uh, we are almost done with July. Yesterday, uh, kind of a mixed bag. We'll talk about that more uh, when, uh, when Dave joins us here in just a few minutes. But before we do, remember, there is only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolio, whether that's your 401k, your IRA, your, just your individual account. There's only one thing we can control, and that's how much risk you have. And if you don't know what that risk number is for you, then that can be problematic as you head into retirement. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, and let us help you determine what that risk is and make sure it lines up with the amount of risk you can handle. With that and more, we've got Dave coming up next. Olympic surfing there on the radio. It's 8.41 now. We're at 19 before 9. We always want to check in and tell you how your money's going to treat you during the day at this time. And to do that, we go down to the expertise of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Philip, good morning. How's life this morning? Hey, good morning. Uh, you know, it's a little tricky trying to get to work today. I, I didn't realize that they were going to be working on Hammock Road so much, so f close to the hammock. And uh, I got stuck in a little traffic. I was afraid maybe I was going to have to do this from the car. Yeah, you were kind of prepared for the first day of this repair because we, we'd been announcing that they'd shut it down. Now they're just saying sporadic lane closures while they uh, do the resurfacing after the work on Hammock Road. It'll be nice to have it back in repair, but uh, those of us going out to uh, Gulf Hammock and uh, those of you heading all the way down to Country Club, uh, be appraised. There are some tie-ups today as they work on resurfacing the road on Hammock Road. There's our traffic update for the day, right? That's right. That's right. Because it could be, uh, I think I had to sit there five or six minutes before they let me go through. So, yeah. Oh, Lord. I didn't know the delays were going to be like that. So, <laughs> drivers beware. Uh, going back to yesterday, we ended up with another off day on Wall Street, although it could have been a lot worse until the Federal Reserve meeting ended at 2 p.m. Paulson stood up and basically patted everybody on the head saying, just calm the heck down, people. We're not dumb. That might be the simple way of putting it, right? Well, that's right. I mean, I think he calmed their fears, right? That, that everything is status quo. We're not making any changes. We haven't seen enough growth. Um, you know, there's still some issues that need to be worked out, though. Uh, I, you know, I'm, uh, you and I think that it's probably, um, they're not working fast enough to, to make some changes. But, but yet, they're not ready. And uh, I mean, I think their playbook basically says it'll be the first, second or third quarter next year before they even start thinking about moving interest rates. Which probably is a good news, given the amount of uh, debt that the nation has taken on over the last two years and uh, all of the mortgages at uh, lower rates that'll end up uh, keeping them relatively stable. And heaven knows we don't need a kick in the pants to the housing market. So reassurance that things are going to continue as they are probably is what the market wanted to see. And it's kind of weird. One of those mornings you and I were talking before we went on the air, the economic reports that come out this morning, there isn't a beat in the bunch. Everything was going in the right direction, but not to the level that investors wanted. And they're responding to that by saying, whew, one more reason why the Fed won't move, evidently, because what should be a downer day is uh, actually turning into, well, at least adequate to decent. Uh, Thursday morning unemployment claims we can't seem to get below 400,000 a week. The market was expecting 380,000, and we got 400. That was a decrease from last week, but not what they expected. 
Well, that, that's right. And so we uh, continue. I mean, we did have that one, I think that one week, maybe two weeks where it fell below 400,000, but we've not been able to stay there consistently week in and week out. <clears throat> Again, we're back up to 400,000. Uh, we didn't, you, neither one of us could find the continuing claims number. That one is probably more important than the than the weekly number to you and I. And so uh, we'll, we'll wait to see what that looks like. But uh, hey, we're still at least, you know, kind of heading the right direction because the week before is 419,000. So it, it is reducing. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, kind of a kiss in your sister. Not exactly what we wanted, but at the very least moving in the right direction. We get our first blush look at the gross domestic product from last quarter. Second quarter GDP, again, the same thing. It's at least as good as it was the quarter before, but I'm not sure what the investors were smoking when they said they expected 8.5% growth. We got 65 which, again, ain't bad, right direction, just not what they expected. Uh, that's right. So the, if you remember back that the last quarter, uh, the first quarter of the year came in at 6.4% was the final number for the quarter. Um, the analysts or the economists really are the ones that kind of put these numbers together, um, expected eight and a half percent for this uh, this quarter, the second quarter of the year. However, we're basically staying in line with the first quarter up six and a half percent. Nothing wrong with that number. A matter of fact, I like that number better. Than I like eight and a half because eight and a half means, you know, our economy is on fire, heating up and maybe overheating to that extent. Six and a half percent. That's that's a lot of growth, folks, but but not, you know, like the, the economy is on fire. Absolutely. There's about eight presidents before this one who would kill for a six and a half percent GDP growth year to year, wouldn't they? Absolutely. You know, that's the kind of number that uh, you know, we, we haven't seen in a long, long, long time. And uh, but it, it does say that there's some inflation probably in there somewhere. Uh, yeah, the eight and a half number would definitely indicate an inflation problem. So your point's well taken. Missing that expectation is not necessarily bad news. The other big number that we had out this morning was a consumer spending reading on the last quarter. Didn't have any expectation on that, but uh, we know things picked up with all the demand on product that people can't get shipping in. Uh, government says that our spending for the second quarter, 11.8% up was so as a consumer-driven economy, we can't complain about a number like that. No, that was a, a good number. And so that was, um, yeah, like I said, I don't have an expectation for the quarter. We get the monthly number of June comes out tomorrow. Uh, but that sounds to me like that's a pretty healthy number in terms of people spending more money than uh, than they than they did the first quarter. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's a pretty hefty increase. Yeah, we'll take that happily. whole bunch of stuff going on with individual stock issues. Uh, before we get into the big stock of uh, that everybody knows about, let's talk about the IPO today because we've been giggling about that. The meme stocks tend to use Robinhood as their broker, so consequently the meme stocks that have been messing with, uh, with GameStop and with the uh, movie theater companies and whatnot, now they get to actually buy the stock they've been, calling all, they've been causing all the trouble with. That ought to be interesting today. It is, you know, Robinhood uh, makes their debut this morning on the uh, on the stock exchange. They uh, they had uh, anticipated somewhere between thirty eight and forty two dollars a share. They ended up at the low end of that number, uh, that range at thirty eight dollars a share, uh, which still will be like um, 
two billion dollars, I think, when they sell the twenty-two and a half million shares that they're going to sell or something today. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty. Uh, uh, it's going to be interesting to watch that stock and and see how how it performs. Monitoring Reddit to see if they're trying to run the price up. Ought to be. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never the know. Big- yeah, the big quarterly report that everybody knows about is Facebook. And uh, uh, looking at my ticker, it looks like they pretty much slayed the expectations, but they've got some weird guidance that isn't helping them this morning, right? That's right. They they beat on earnings. Uh, they beat on revenue. You know, they, they beat on all those things, um, which, which was good. However, uh, you're right. In the second, well, in their second half of the year, they're basically saying, look, because of changes that Apple has made in their privacy policy, we expect our revenue growth to slow down because of ad revenue it won't be as good as it has been. And that's, um, you know, Facebook is taking a little bit of a hit because of that down about 3.1% right now, which is a little over $11.50 down as we, uh, as we head towards the open of the market. You'll pardon me for saying poor babies on that. I'm perfectly happy with a little bit more privacy. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would be a little bit uh, excited about that little tidbit there. So uh, I'm, not, I'm not even a privacy fanatic. <laughs> I figure nobody really gives a rip if I like pepperoni on my pizza. But it's uh, yeah, that, Facebook's gotten just a little bit intrusive in terms of figuring out what I'm doing. If I do a search for... Uh, uh, for durable medical a few years ago, all of a sudden my Facebook feed is all of a sudden going crazy with ads for wheelchairs and the like. It got a little bit too linked for my taste and it got to the point of being annoying. It, it does. It does get annoying. That's right. And so uh, so Apple's trying to help us out on that front if you're an Apple user. so But yep. we, we have a lot of other stocks coming out today or have come out today. Let's start with Young Brands. Uh, remember, they're the parent company of Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, Pizza Hut, those guys, um, they beat by 20 cents a share, came in at like a buck 16. Um, and so revenue beat uh, projections as well. Uh, they're getting a, a boost from restaurants reopening, strong demand from online orders. So they're kind of benefiting from both streams of income. Uh, they're trading up this morning uh, 3%, almost 3.1% which will open them at a new 52-week high right now, which is right now they're at 126.40. Their 52-week high is 125.65. So, so really, uh, at this point, they'll open at a new 52-week high for them. Cool. They're up toward the top of my big winner list, but there are some other big winners out there, too, this morning. It looks pretty green. Does it? So we got Comcast came out. They, uh, they beat uh, by about uh, 15 cents or so a share. Uh, revenue beat as well, better than expected. They've seen a rebound in their ad sales and uh, and opening and reopening their, their, their theme parks, Universal theme parks. So um, good news for them. They're up 2.6% and they'll barely open at a new 52-week high if they keep it at this, at this current price. All right. The, uh, let's see, Ford, Ford reported. And they're, uh, a, they're, a, they're a big one on my list. I can't wait to hear why. I bet they are because they had an exceptionally better quarter than anybody expected. They were expected to lose three cents a share. And in reality, they made 10, 13 cents a share. So they made, uh, what's that, a 16 cent swing uh, better than expected, which is good. Um, 
you know, they, they basically were able to make some improvements. Um, and even though they were short of chips and that kind of stuff, and they raised their full-year guidance. Um, I guess maybe they were a little pessimistic to start everything off, but uh, they're going to be up four and three-quarter percent right now. So, and, you know, uh, when you start talking about $0.13 cent a share earnings on an under $15 stock, that's a doggone good return. That's underpriced by that measure, isn't it? It absolutely is. It, it really is. And then, you know, one of the other ones we had was uh, PayPal came out. You know, that's a big, big processor of payments and uh, they beat by three cents a share. Um, their revenue was in line with what everybody expected it to be. And so they're coming under pressure this morning just because a little lower than expected outlook for this next quarter as they, you know, continue to, to work on things. So they're down. Uh, they may be on your big loser list today, Dave. They're down almost 6% this morning. Ouch. Yeah, that's yeah. downright smart. But Wait. let me tell you the biggest loser we got. I was going to say, I'll shut up and let you give two more before we have to run. iRobot. You know, the little Vacu thing that runs around and vacuums your house? Yeah. It, uh, yeah not good. It, it, it missed on both earnings per share and revenue. And it it's, uh, it probably doesn't show up on your list, but it is the big loser for today. Down 11.2%. Dust kitties are delaying the, are calling it a day <laughs> off. <laughs> And the last one I'll give you is Temper Sealy, the uh, mattress maker. Uh, they uh, they beat uh, substantially. Came in like seventy nine cents a share compared to twenty two cents expected revenue, well above expectations. And they raised their guidance for the full year. They're trading up four point eight percent this morning um, as we get ready to open the markets here shortly. Sounds good. Resetting the table yesterday. It was off on the two blue chip indexes, up a little bit on NASDAQ. 45 minutes before we open this morning, Philip, what are we looking at? So we are, uh, it's a mixed bag again this morning, Dave. We got the Dow up substantially, up about four tenths of a percent, about $144. The S&P 500 is up a little less than two tenths of a percent. That's a little less than $8. We got the NASDAQ actually heading south right now, down about a tenth of a percent. Um, on the commodity side, everything is green. Uh, silver's up substantially, up almost 3% this morning, Dave. Um, well above 25 at $25.60 an ounce. Gold, too, up 1.4% this morning to $1,824 an ounce. And crude oil is up almost a half a percent to $72.72 a barrel. Well, poop on that. World markets overseas, everybody was in green ink. Asian markets were up markedly. Hong Kong as much as 3% of the close this morning. Europe not quite that enthusiastic, but everybody over there also trading up midway through their day. Stability, safety, productivity for my retirement, how do I find that? The quickest way of doing it is to get a fresh pair of eyes to find out where my risk is. How do I find you to get that reading, Philip? David, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again one more time tomorrow morning for Friday's Look at the Market. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then. All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you much. 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. From the pit. Do you have a 401k? Are you managing it properly? Are you getting the proper advice? If not, 
give us a call at 863-382-0037 and let us help you walk through our new process of delivering value and advice on your 401k. New opportunity. Got a 401k? Give us a call. 863-382-0037. Have a great day. Hey, I'll talk to you guys real soon. Until then, bye now.